Step into the incense and whiskey sanctuary with mindfulness enthusiasts and verified whiskey lovers, Mecca and Ashley, as they discuss all the random topics they love, from mindfulness to memes. This is Ashley. And this is Mecca. Hey, Mecca. Ashley. Ashley, I think we both love a great drink and a great story. Putting that together gives us the Whiskey Chronicles. Absolutely. Tell me, Mecca, what's your favorite cocktail? My favorite is a Whiskey Smash. Really? I can definitely make that happen for you. Perfect. Okay, it is time for the Whiskey Chronicles. And are you ready for me to, let's get in, are you ready to get in this drink? I have a I recipe ready. for us. Ready. Are you ready for a drink? Okay. I'm ready for a drink. Um, I, hope, I hope that this is light and refreshing. I know some people would say, you know, whiskey, it's the summertime, not really sure. I am going to walk us through how to make a classic whiskey smash. I'm loving um, it. So, you like it? You ready? Um, the ingredients for this will need seven fresh mint leaves, a half of a lemon, one tablespoon of simple syrup. And for anybody out there, simple syrup is nothing but sugar and water. So please don't go try to buy this. Yeah, um, of <laughs> and a fourth cup of bourbon and crushed ice. Uh, please choose any bourbon of your choosing. We will definitely not say no to the bourbon. Um, so once you have all your ingredients together, the recipe preparation would call for taking a muddler or just a spoon, the handle of something in your kitchen, mashing up those seven fresh mint leaves, taking your lemon half, which you would have quartered lengthwise, and a tablespoon of simple syrup into a 16-ounce mixing glass or cocktail shaker. Shake that up four to five times. I'm sorry, mash that up four to five times just to release the juices and the oils all together. And then you would add your fourth a cup of bourbon, transfer that into an old fashioned glass or whatever you have. Ooh. Fill that halfway with crushed ice, stir, and then put a little bit more crushed ice on top. And you can garnish with any extra mint you have. And I would say, there's your whiskey smash. That sounds really, really good. It's pretty straightforward, too, as, as a drink. You only have, outside of the bourbon, you would really only need three ingredients, which are your leaf, your mint leaves, your lemon, and your simple syrup, which we all probably have sugar and water at home. I have so a question. A pretty simple drink. Okay, so bourbon and whiskey. Yeah. Are they one and the same, or? They are not the same. So a rule of thumb that I like to follow as a Kentucky girl and as an executive bourbon steward okay. is that all bourbon is whiskey, but not all whiskey is bourbon. That Wait, is the rule. Again. Say that again. So all bourbon is whiskey, but not all whiskey is bourbon. Okay. So it's, it's a thing. Okay. So what, I know your next question. The next question is what qualifies as a bourbon, correct? Yep. Is that the question? Yep. 
Okay, so the myth, let me just go ahead and get the myth out the way. The myth is that it has to have been made in Kentucky to be bourbon. Not true. However, about 97% of the world's bourbon is actually produced in Kentucky. How much percent? About 97%. Oh, wow. So then where is a very high percentage? Is the other three? What's the other three percent made? Other places uh, throughout the world, there's uh, bourbon makers in Chicago. Uh-huh. Bourbon is really hot in Japan as well. Okay. But over 90% of the world's bourbon is made in Kentucky. Okay. And for it to qualify as bourbon, it has to be, um, the composition has to be over 50% corn. That is what differentiates, the main differentiator, in my opinion, between bourbon and whiskey corn corn just keep on corn just you know and there's a lot of corn i grew up in kentucky there's a lot of corn in kentucky um and so naturally it makes sense sense. um so over 50 percent corn the other composition can be made up of wheat rye um all those grains that you want to be trying to get if you want a little bit more spice and you have Mm -hmm. a little bit more rye you want a little bit more of a smooth finish you maybe have more wheat um, yeah, but we can definitely talk through the bourbon distilling aging process, but that's definitely the difference between whiskey and bourbon. So today, um, it's strange that we're having you make a whiskey smash and you're making it with bourbon. Because but, you said all bourbon is whiskey, but not all whiskey is bourbon. Correct, Mecca. Ding, 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 ding. You okay. made it to the bonus round. <laughs> All right, all right. Okay. Uh, all right, so now that we have our cocktails made, it's story time. Are you ready for the Whiskey Chronicle? Yeah, I love it. Okay, mm-hmm. so I have a story to tell you. It's story time in the Whiskey Chronicles. Um, so as some of you may know, I am long partnered up, let the record reflect. But back in my dating days, I had many an interesting date set up. So in the, in, the, in the banks of my memory, I pulled out this gem that I wanted to share with you all. And I have to tell you about this time that I went on a date. It was definitely a Tinder date. And let's be clear, this was when Tinder was like people were actually meeting people and not just like it was respecting the clothes off the fastest. Okay. <laughs> it was definitely like we're, we're, we're still dating. Tinder was new. It was a respectable date. It was respectable day. Wait, am I dating myself now? Like to say that? I wonder what that will be like in the future to say, like, I use this dating app when, regardless. Um, I had matched with the guy, don't remember his name, that's neither here nor there, but we had agreed to meet at a restaurant down in the loop of Chicago. So we met, I came straight after work, I think. Pretty sure I was wearing like a black dress situation. Um and I was waiting and I had like a general sense of what this guy looked like. But of course, the photo was not that great because we're talking the early days of apps. And this guy walks in, he walks up to me and he's got this look like, are you here to meet someone? And I was like, yeah, I'm waiting for so-and-so. At the time, I remembered his name. And he kind of just looked confused and was like, okay, went up to the host and told the host, we're here, we're ready to be seated. Wait, we're wait, walking wait. through the. 
yeah, you yeah. met the guy. He asked you, were you looking for him? He's like, are you, are you, are you here to meet someone? Are you here waiting for someone? I was like, yeah, I'm waiting for so-and-so fill in name. And so he, I don't know if he heard me or what, but he definitely looked confused and was just like, okay, like this is who I'm supposed to be meeting and go to the host. The host is walking us through the restaurant and I'm getting the sense that like something is wrong based on his energy. He's like looking around, he keeps looking back at me, looks very confused. I'm also like looking him up and down and the dress code was just off Mecca. What was the like, What did he have on? The he was wearing like a t-shirt with a plaid. It was also like summertime, so this was unclear to me. He was wearing like a plaid button-up over it with jeans and some sneakers. And this was a more this was a nicer restaurant. Um, and mind you, again, came right after work, so I was in like you know, yeah, black you dress set up. And I was just like, this is interesting. Like this is not the person that I would normally ex like this is not some the first day set up that I would normally want to walk into and this doesn't seem to match the vibe of the person I was chatting with right um so I was just like confusing something intuitively you know you got that woman's intuition something yeah, intuitively yeah. told me like no you really need to check with this this man and find out if he's who you think he is so I stopped him again and said excuse me I'm looking for fill in the name so and so are you so-and-so? And he's like, well, I'm looking for filling some other girl's name and you're not hurt. No, sir. I'm not. Absolutely. So I walked through you this restaurant. Already walked through the restaurant to go find your seat. Yes. I walked through this restaurant with someone who was not my date. And I was like, okay, this is <laughs> bizarre. Strange, like strange situation. So I'm like, all right, good. Good luck with your date. Like this is, is this what you can expect from Tinder dates? And I go home I'm sorry, I go home. I go back to the front and I'm waiting for my date. And um, then another gentleman walks in and he's like looking around. He's in a nice suit, a very nice suit. He's yeah. well put together. And he looks to me and he says, hey, are you Ashley? I'm looking for Ashley. And I was like, yes, I'm Ashley. Uh this is the man this is the kind of man I'd be expecting to go on a first date with, right? Okay, okay. He's all put together. He's suave. He's like, yeah, he's like, comes in with this energy. Like, yes, I'm the man you're supposed to be with. <laughs> I love it. I already called the head. This is where we're going. Our table should be over in this corner. And I was like, yes, Lord, that, that is, that's what I'm supposed to be with. And needless to say, we did not continue seeing one another but it was a pleasant, lovely first date and my first learning experience with getting catfished in real life. I think that that is hilarious. You it know what could have happened? You guys could have, yes. you know what could have happened? What could have happened? You guys could have been on your date and, you know, you could have given him that little backstory that you just told us about meeting this guy that was the wrong guy and Kiki ended up about that because he would have been like oh why didn't the right with the right guy yeah why didn't you just text okay. me if i had made it there and then you would have told him why i hadn't texted you and then yes. you would have just been like laughing about that and midway through the evening the original guy that that walked with you through the through the restaurant that was the wrong mm -hmm. date could have mm -hmm. come up like oh there you are ashley you know i was looking for you and then you would have been like what 
He was like, oh, yeah. no. I know we just met or whatever. I know we just met randomly and, and I was the wrong person. But I mean, you were really nice to even like go through that whole process. And I wasn't really sure if your date had come back. Oh, wait, is this him right here? And then, oh, he, nah. then he would have like asked if he can sit down and have a drink with you guys. And then your guy would have been so like floored. He would have been like, of course, come sit with us. Have a drink. <laughs> and then this came. A, 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 a three-day, a, a three-person table having a cocktail, laughing over Tinder. Like, oh my God. That if been, that had been what really oh happened, Mecca. Oh my God. I don't know. And then, uh, I don't know, let's say guy, uh, guy one. Guy one is the guy that you mistaken for your uh, real date. So guy one is explaining how his, his date never showed up. And then finally he says his date's name, but this is real date's sister. Real date's <gasps> sister is this is getting out of control. <laughs> date that never showed up. So then he okay, this is out of control. Real, you got a wild memory, a real, wild imagination. Real date would have text his sister and be like, "What's going on? Where are you at? We all at the bar, or we all at the we all at the spot having a drink." So suddenly this turned into a group date situation that involves family members and wow, this is wild. Wouldn't that be hilarious? It would be definitely a night to remember and I'm glad it did not happen that way, but it definitely would have been a, a good story. That would have been the part two of the Whiskey Chronicle. That would have sure. been part two of the Whiskey Chronicle. Did you guys have a whiskey on the date? Um, we did actually. That, that, Day and I had a lot in common, including our preferences for alcoholic beverages. And I think we had like the same brand of watches too. Like we were into the same watch brand. Oh, okay. Really but just yes. to know that this is not uh, the date that, that ended in anything except for beyond that night. No, I never saw him again. I don't even think we actually spoke again, but it was definitely a great story. And I'm glad I got to share it with you on The Whiskey Chronicle. Fully enjoyed, fully enjoyed. Okay, Ashley, have you ever wanted to know when you pass by liquor stores, you always see like liquor and spirits or spirit store or something of that nature? Yeah, I actually have wondered this. I have no clue why, but I do want to know. So tell me, why is that, Mecca? There's a, there's a few um, myths out there and a few like answers. Some of them are dated um, towards the monks in Europe from the 21st century. Some of it is Middle Eastern alchemist. alchemist. Um, but I'll okay. kind of give you what I've done. I've done a little research on this and I'll kind of give you the piece that I've learned. So basically when I say alcohol, I'm going to say, I'm going to spell out the way um, the Greek, um, the, I'm going to spell this out for you. So one of the okay. theories is that the word alcohol derives from alcohol, A-L-G- H-A-W-L, which, okay. uh, which 
straightforward, that word G-H-A-W-L means gall, like gall, spirits, ghost. Oh. So um, the most straightforward way to think of it is that alcohol and spirits as the word, the word alcohol means spirits. And it's also referenced like in the Quran um, where they mention that alcohol is referred to as a demon or spirits that produce intoxication. Um, And so that's one piece of it. Another piece is um, how this distillation, am I saying that right? Is that, am I saying that right? The distillation Um, process. Okay. Happens within an alcohol and how, um, you know, the alcohol has mind altering properties that help, that help open up the gateway of, uh, various uh, areas in our mind. So it's like a mind okay. piece. Um, I want to ask you, what are, what are, what's the like distil- distillation process with bourbon? Yeah. So with bourbon, you're going to start off with your, um, your alcohol. And that's usually like um, the custom liquor. Think of um, vodka like you're going to start with your liquor it's usually clear it's called white dog Mm -hmm. and that's going to be like some family recipe or some recipe you've gotten typically and then you're adding that to what's called the, the the mash so your mash is your composition of corn to wheat to rye etc for fermentation and then you are distilling that in either a copper um, distillation device. There's all kinds of different concrete ones, but you're distilling that in, um, in like a, a distilling device Mm -hmm. and I'll come up with proper terminology. I'm trying to make this real simple right now. And what you're doing in the distillation process is you're releasing alcohols, right? So you have the heads, the hearts and the tails, in the distillation process in terms of alcohol that you're releasing. Okay. And the, um, the heads is like that, um, really strong, acidic, think acetone, nail polish remover alcohol that you're releasing. The hearts are really like the sweet spot, the alcohol that you want to kind of maintain and capture. And then at the bottom are those like really harsh, you don't want any of that nasty, um, alcohol fume, like it's, it's the fumes that you're releasing. So throughout the the releasing process, you're going to get some combination of them. Um, but the hope is that you kind of siphon off as much of the, the heads. Yes. The, the nasty fumes that you don't want. Um, so that's, that's the distillation process, plain and simple in a nutshell. Okay. That almost makes sense to the next point then. So you said that the head, if I, if I sum this up, the heads and the tails is kind of what you want to, you, you don't want a ton of that in your, um, right. You want to minimize it. You want to probably have more of the, the heart and if, but some alcohol or most alcohol has a little bit of all three, but mostly heart, but they do have some of the tail and the head. Right. You do. Yeah. You just, you can't avoid it. There's going to be some combination of them. So Mm -hmm. you said something like that, the head and the tails, these are things that they're trying to release. So from another piece that I've read, like, um, like one of the, like monks in the 12th, the 12th century, they talk, they talk about that. They believe the spirit was removed from the mashing part, the distillation, um, Mm. portion 
of like a rye whiskey when they're getting ready to um, do the distillation, that there was parts of the, the spirit removed from that process. Um, that doesn't say like the head or the tail of the, the term that you use, but there was a part of it removed. And they also mentioned that whenever you open up a bottle of this for the very first time, this particular uh, group of people, they kind of pour out the first uh, shot in, in order to give the angels uh, a, a, a bit of a uh, bit of their share or whatever, right? You know, that is so funny because in bourbon, when the bourbon is placed in the barrel and then it's stored, there's always a portion of the bourbon that evaporates from the barrel. Oh, wow. And so when you go, when you go into like the storage units where these barrels are, you'll smell it and it smells amazing. It smells like really sweet and it's releasing those like top notes. Mm -hmm. And that is called the angel's share. Shut up. So that is called the angel's share. Yes. No, the connection are you is serious? real. I'm not lying. Yes. You can go to any um, bourbon like distillery or if you wanted to, that you'll you'll smell that you'll go into a room with all the barrels and it's called the angel share yeah they'll say like this is the part the angels take okay so okay we're right on point i love that yes i love that i think the one last piece that i've read is that um the very simple explanation uh one may believe that um consuming alcohol or liquor raises one's spirits uh, uh, well, that yeah, I agree with that. Oh, that and was he, another little corny boot up, but up boop boop for you. I love that though. Yeah, so you know that gives you a little tidbit on why we call liquors spirits. I love it. I love it. Thanks for sharing, Becca. You are absolutely welcome. Catch us next time on incense and whiskey. In the meantime, take a breath. Have a sip.